Hey everyone, this is Marty Hines from Marty's MS Life, and you're listening to Grace Through Pain, A Journey to Hope. Let's go. Hey, hey. Okay, you guys. So I knew I wanted to talk about this. Um, It's a part of the title, Welcome to Grace Through Pain, A Journey to Hope. Uh, Pain is what I want to talk about today. And I knew we'd talk about it. I, I thought maybe I'd wait to maybe get a little bit more of my thoughts around it, which is kind of crazy because pain is so much a part of my existence. It's weird to be like, oh, I I need to think about what I want to say. Um, but there's just so many levels and layers and it's such a loaded word, pain. And I think that we're going to have a few conversations about this. I think that we're going to talk about it a lot. And But for today, I want to talk about the isolation of pain. And so what I'm referring to, it, it's, it's a few things. The pain that so many of us are in, that we live with, that we deal with on a daily basis, that we get no break from, it winds up being something that can consume us and take up so much of our existence that it almost changes who we are, at least for me. So an example is uh, when I'm in a lot of pain, more pain than maybe I can hide or keep to myself. I am incredibly short-tempered. I I just don't have any patience. I am short with my words. There's a bite in my tone. Um, I just, there's no bandwidth. When I'm having a really, really high pain day, um, again, there's just no patience. I, I think everyone is an idiot. I think no one thinks, I think no one, I think people are just wasting my time. Why are you even talking to me? Why are you bringing this to me? And I think that part of who I am, part of my personality is someone that is a helper and is a giver. And, you know, my friends joke that I am like the tech support of the group and, you know, I'm savvy with how to make sure that their phone is working or how to get their computer to stop doing whatever it's doing. And, you know, questions that I think are self-explanatory or, you know, not that hard to figure out. When I'm in a lot of pain, I have no patience and no tolerance for it. I, I was just with my mom meeting her for coffee and she was so sweet. She had, you know, some gift or some coupon in Starbucks And we get there and, you know, she can't find it. And, you know, I'm like, do you have the Starbucks app? It's going to be in there. Where's your app? What's your password? And I am like, I don't have, I don't care. I don't have time for this. Like, I will just buy the coffee. I do not have the energy to help you figure out how to log into your Starbucks app. And I was so short. I was so rude. And this is someone that was offering to like treat me to coffee. And I'm like, I don't care. I will buy the coffee for us because I can't sit here and like look at your phone and like walk you through how to download this app. And I wound up 
of course, having to apologize or, or wanting to apologize and apologizing because it wasn't her fault. I mean, it's my mom, of course. I mean, most of our moms don't know how to use their phones. Sorry, moms, but you don't. So, I, you know, this isn't some new problem or new thing that I haven't helped her with. But because I was in so much pain, I, I just could not give any grace or any kind of patience. And when that happens, when I'm feeling like that, I tend to just be quiet and stay to myself because I don't want to have to apologize. I don't want to lash out on anyone. I don't want to sting, you know, someone and, and, and hurt their feelings. So I just get really quiet. You know, you don't hear much from me uh, on different group chats or in text messages. I just kind of keep to myself. And that's kind of a telltale sign that I'm having a worse day maybe than normal is um, just by not hearing much from me because I don't want to be mean. Um, I feel awful about it and then I'm in pain and so I feel even worse. And so, I, you know, I just wind up keeping to myself and I, I found that those days are coming closer and closer together where I am keeping to myself and being quiet for what can be a, a week because that's how bad I'm feeling and that's how much pain I'm in. And the the piece of pain that is so much more than the physical is this adding to this kind of layer of, of again, not having anyone being there to be able to connect with you and to understand what it is that you're going through. Um, oh, y'all, this pain is, I thought that I knew pain. You know, I, I thought that I was aware. I thought that I had an idea, but this MS pain is, it's just next level. And it's just all of the time. I was talking to some of you um, on Instagram about how the pain just builds and builds and there's just never a break. And I know myself, I find myself kind of just repeating over and over this prayer, begging, begging God to just let it ease up just a little bit to just give me a break to catch my, catch my breath because it's these waves that are just like never ending and all that you want is just a little bit, just a little bit of respite, just, a, just even just an hour, even just five minutes to be able to see straight because this pain makes it where you can't think of or do or see anything else but the pain. And your loved ones, your friends and your family that don't get that or, or understand that because they, they can't possibly, it just creates even more of a separation. It makes it where there's even more of a wall there that they can't get through and you can't kind of like let down for them to come in. And I want to challenge myself and you to really try to let them in, to try to open that door 
let them see everything that you're experiencing. Uh, so much where we say we're okay because we don't want to make it awkward. You know, part of small talk is, hi, how are you? And you're supposed to say, fine, how are you? You're not supposed to go into, well, actually, I shit my pants this morning. And actually, my pain was so high, I threw up my medicine, couldn't even keep it down. Or actually, you know, my pain is so much, my migraine is so, so heavy that I I can't even really open my eyes fully. Instead, we say we're fine. Or for me, I always say, I'm hanging in there. That's what I say. Because I'm like, well, that's not a lie. I'm here. I'm hanging in. So I'll say that. I've, I've started saying that instead of saying that I'm fine or that I'm good because every day, I mean, that, that, that's a lie. I'm not fine. I'm not good. Standing, talking to you, engaging with you, the energy that it takes, the spoons that it takes, there's so much effort that goes into us being present and engaged with people. There's so much effort to try to make others comfortable, to not have our MS take up so much space, take the attention, take up the room, take, take all the oxygen. There's so much work involved on our part to not have our disease be front and center. Because no one wants that. I I remember this is years ago. Um, of two close friends of mine were getting married in Italy, and for those of you that you know have been to Europe, it's, it's a very old cities, not super ADA friendly. Um, this was in you know kind of like southern Italy on the coast, so it's a lot of hills, a lot of cobblestones, um. And so I was nervous about what that would look like for me. And I didn't want to bother the bride with all of the things that I would need in order to be able to come on this kind of a trip because it's her wedding. She's busy planning her wedding, the the most important day of her life. And so I asked her if she could connect me with her wedding planner so that I could bother the wedding planner and let the wedding planner know everything that I needed. And I think that's the thing. It's There's ways that we can participate and be involved and be present. It's just um, a different way to kind of go about it to make sure that our needs are met. Because when you have a mess, you know, you're high maintenance. I mean, I was kind of high maintenance before my diagnosis, but for sure, I've got a lot of needs. I have a lot of things. I need to know where I'm going. Uh, I'm not up for surprises. I need to have a lay of the land. I want to see a layout. I want to see a map. I want to know how many hours we're going to be somewhere. I want to know how far away it is from the hotel. I want to have the full weather report. I want to know where the closest hospital is. I mean, there's just so much that I require before agreeing to go on an adventure or a trip. And there's an insecurity there, at least that I carry of, oh, you know, if if we invite Marty, there's going to be 
all of these things. Um, one of my best girlfriends is, is having her 40th birthday and it, it breaks my heart that she is having to worry about my travel um, to where she is hosting her celebration. Um, I had had a plan to travel with another mutual friend. Uh, I don't feel comfortable traveling overseas alone anymore after a really scary experience in the Frankfurt, Germany airport on a layover. Um, I had a really bad episode. No one spoke English. I was terrified. I couldn't communicate. I couldn't speak for myself. You know, my medical ID bracelet, of course, was in English. Um, And it's just, it was a really traumatic, it was already traumatic and it was made even more so um, by being alone. And so I really am pretty, pretty much don't travel overseas by myself. I, I have not done that since. And so it's just not something that I wanted her to have to take on when our friend's plans changed of how I was going to get to um, the destination. And there's so much guilt involved that I think that we carry, or I know that I carry. And again, it just adds to the isolation. Um, and it's, I just want you to know that these are the kind of silent battles that we go through, um, on top of the things that others might see. So if you can see that I'm in pain or you, you can see that I'm having a a hard day, you know, that's one thing, but there's all of these other layers to it that I'm also struggling with. And that isolation is such a big piece of it. And it plays I think an even bigger toll on my mental health Um, because you, you almost sometimes just feel like, well, what, what point is it? What is it worth even saying anything? Because like no one's going to get it. So why say, you know, anything at all, just kind of let it be what it is and stay alone and to myself. Um, And having a higher pain tolerance, being someone that has a higher pain tolerance and that has, um, I guess, a a mental fortitude that I do that really is a pusher. You know, I I push, I push through. We talked about this in the first episode of how I will push my body and, you know, not listen to it as much and get the job done or show up. And so – when you combine a higher pain tolerance with this kind of pushing personality, it adds almost to people not believing you, not really thinking that it's that bad because we make it look possible. We make it look easy. We make it look like it must be okay because I see Marty here, here, and here, or I see her running a 14-day film festival, and she looks great in the highlight reel, you know, that is social media. So her pain, I know she's in pain. I believe she's in pain, but it's not that bad of pain because look at all, you know, that she does is, is what I feel like people have said to me or sometimes I'm projecting and I feel like that's what they're thinking. And 
I just want to say for those listening uh, that do not live with MS, you could not handle an hour of the pain that we all live with and that we show up with and are present with and participate with. You would not last an hour. And we'll talk about this in another episode, but I find myself sometimes just losing empathy for people that are healthy because when they are sick or when they are kind of like out for the count, I'm like, you're in bed for that? That's like your level of sick. I would be doing a spin class. I would probably then go from the spin class to Disney. I probably wouldn't even use my scooter. If that was my baseline pain, I would be skipping through the streets and you're in bed under the covers. And so um, I always have to kind of check myself and remind myself to have empathy and to acknowledge everyone's pain, regardless of what that level is. And we'll dive deeper into that because that also adds to the isolation that I'm talking about. But I don't really have the answers. I don't know exactly how we, I don't know exactly how we can take this on, fight this pain, and not let it take away from us our relationships that I know, I know how much you care about them. I know how much you want to be a good friend or a good mother or a good partner or a good daughter or a good sibling. I know how much you want that. And this pain steals it from us. And I just want you to keep showing up and trying to fight it. You know, for as many times that you want to put your phone on do not disturb and close the door, try to keep the phone on. Maybe just have it on do not disturb for an hour. Try to message people back. Even if it's just a short, I'm in pain, can't really talk right now. But if you wanted to come over and sit with me, that'd be nice. And uh, just allow your friends and family to show up for you. Because I think what I've found is that I'm so fortunate and so blessed with my support system. They want to be there for me. They want to sit with me. They want to sit and stare at the wall. They want to hold my hand. They want to give me a cool towel. They want to do it. And I challenging you and always challenging myself to let them, to let them in. This is such a, this journey that we're on is not for the weak. It's not for the faint of heart. I always say that anytime I hear that someone has MS and I hear of them or I'm introduced to them, I'm like, well, I already know you're the shit because anyone that has this disease is is phenomenal. So that that's a given. And I want you to share that. I want you to let people see that and just let them in, but be patient with yourself. It's hard to be vulnerable, but I just am always worried about just our hearts and our minds because we're just in this kind of weird vortex just all by ourselves. 
And I just want you to reach out a bit more and try to let folks in. But as always, give yourself grace. This pain is, it feels insurmountable on a lot of days, but we get through it every day. Every day we get through it. And sometimes the pain doesn't break, but we don't break either. And so just remember that. Give yourself so much grace this week. Uh, Make sure to follow me on Instagram. Please leave a review. Follow the podcast. You can watch the video pod as well on YouTube and message me any questions. You can DM me. You can email me. All that information is in the show notes. Um, I can't wait to talk to you guys next week because I'm going to have my good dear friend Kyle, who is a fellow Bravo fan. I mean, he's like the ultimate. He has his own YouTube show um, about it and even hosted a cop, uh, a happy hour with Margaret from New Jersey Housewives. Uh, he is a marathon runner. He also has MS and we both did the Disney Princess Marathon this week and we're going to dive into how we did it and tips if it's something that you'd like to do and just the whole journey. So make sure to tune in next week for Kyle. He'll be my first guest. Uh, You're going to love him. And um, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Always thank you.